Welcome to the another edition of the Success is My Religion podcast. I want to talk to y'all today about insecurities, specifically my insecurities. I'm having a lot go on in this transition that I'm in. I'm in transition because I want to be something that I've never seen before. Like I've the like success for me is I have goals and I have goals that I want to reach. And one of my goals is to be a motivational speaker or a speaker in general. I have a hard time speaking in front of large, not even, I don't even have a hard time speaking in front of large groups, but I have a hard time transitioning my one-on-one talks with people to full room talks with people like i i think i enjoy the the interaction and the dialogue but my insecurity like i don't i don't have a problem with my like telling my life story to an individual after i i guess trust them i guess i mean i'm i'm a introvert by nature but it's kind of it's i don't i don't know what it is like i can i can speak about my my trials my troubles things but when it comes to the internet the the podcast or getting in front of a camera and telling my story like i feel like a victim most of the time i i know i shouldn't feel like a victim because like like i'm overcoming everything i i've overcome a lot and it, like i guess Maybe I'm afraid that the people that are around me, that my perception of of what my my own reality is will hurt them or offend them or something like that. I don't know. And I don't know what conversations to have with them to say this is this is my experience. This is this is what I think. This is this is what I I'm going to say. Like, <laughs> because it's it's my perception. Like, I had a lot of, well, I grew up without a father. Like, and that is, like, there's something that grow, growing up without a, a male figure in your life, like, that there's something that it isn't all the way there. Like, you don't get taught certain things or you know, you only see, I only saw the woman's perspective because, like, I grew up with my two aunts, my older cousin, they're all female, um, my mom, my mom hung around with a whole bunch of uh, women from church, so, you know, I mean, I grew up with a single mom, like, <laughs> I'm up here listening to Whitney Houston, I know all of Whitney Houston's song, Ryan Carey, all of those different things, like, uh, and, I, I just need to get over it because if I want to become that speaker, that um, leader, that 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 person that people look up to, like I have to be comfortable with the insecurities that I have about speaking about my experience and my perspective. I mean, I don't I don't know how to go into it. I don't because I'm just talking to my phone. <laughs> 
I'm just talking to my phone. But I don't know how to go into it. Maybe I need to uh, have conversations with some people and and let my 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 genius <laughs> my genius come out. Like I don't know, but like the stuff I be saying, I can't repeat it. Like I don't I don't know what I said, but at the time it's like uh, dang near genius because like I've gone through. I don't, I don't, I need to define it more, but like I've gone through a lot. Like I, I use all of my experiences, all of my trials, my adversities. I use all of that to, to, I turn it to my advantage. Like I turn it into something that I can use, a lesson that I can learn from and, I think that's that's what we're supposed to like. I, I explain to people all the time, like we we need both sides. We need the yin and the yang. If I'm saying that right, we need the good and the bad. We need to understand that everything that 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 happens to us, good and bad, is is to our benefit. Like you ain't never seen nobody like just win all the time. Like they just start out winning, and even LeBron James didn't start out winning championships. Kobe Bryant didn't start out just winning championships his his rookie year. <laughs> you know they had to go through some shows. Michael Jordan, I grew up in a Michael Jordan era. He he went seven years. He was the the number three pick. He um, he up here scoring sixty three points in a in a game. In the playoffs, with the record, sixty three points in a in a playoff game, and they still lost that game. Like <laughs> it's not it's like it's not rocket science that you have to go through some loss, you have to go through some tragedy, you have to go through some trauma, adversity. And my favorite quote is, "Adversity." Uh, what is it? <laughs> I can't believe I didn't. I, I don't remember it. Every adversity comes with it the seed of its equivalent advantage. And that's how I look at things. I didn't realize what that meant until, or I didn't even realize the quote until I read the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, one of the the, the best-selling self-help books ever on success. And I highly recommend it that you read it even though it may not make sense to you, read it. <laughs> Just read it. Knowledge for the sake of knowledge. Figure it out. Like, it, I mean, as long as you got the words and you read the words, like you can make the connections later. So I make I, I make all the connections later in, in life. Like I go through whatever I need to go through. I like i i don't know why i have a problem speaking about what i my life <laughs> and what i went through like i don't i don't know why i don't want to speak about like the things that i i went through in my church like and why i left my church and like i don't i don't know is that a part of life is that like something that we have to go through i think and I was talking to one of my friends and I, I was like, she, she actually said that's that's probably your next step is getting through your insecurities. And I think maybe it's uh, 
having a concern of over what people think. Like, uh, we're not supposed to be concerned with what people think. And for me, I am, like, I'm I'm a person that, like, I, I give back to a lot of people. Like, I, I'm a group fitness instructor. Um, I volunteer all the time. Like, I made a point to, to keep volunteering. So I was in, when I was in college, I'll go into that a little bit. I was a student. I was an athlete. I was involved in a four-year organization that certifies nonprofit professionals. I was, uh, I became a, a, a leader in that organization as the head of marketing in that organization for two years. I was a leader on campus my, my junior and senior year as a resident assistant. So, like, I don't know. I just, I just don't like feeling like a victim. Like, like, like I did all those things, and like, I, I still got kicked off the team. I, I, I got kicked off the basketball team, <laughs> and, and it was because like it, we was being disrespected by the coach. And I'm not one to, to just automatically just stick up for myself. Like, I, I won't speak up for myself. Like, I'll speak up for others, but. I won't speak up for myself, and I didn't know what else to do. Like, the coach was disrespecting us the whole – he disrespected the game. He disrespected the, the referees. He disrespected the team, us as players, everything. And then he wanted us to practice after we got back from – at, like, 3 in the morning. Are you serious? Like, I'm not about to – I'm not about to practice. Like, on a weekend, too, like, you can have me come in the next day, like – we we had a tough night. We lost real bad, like all of that stuff, and I got kicked off indefinitely for leaving the team. And they they came up with some uh, I don't know what they said exactly, but they was like, oh well, like if if you was a part of a organization and this and that. I was like, man, if 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 my leader like I had to I had to be. I had to follow somebody who was not showing great leadership qualities. So I don't do that. And and when you're a leader, like I'm a leader and people don't understand that. I don't, I don't think people, a lot of people understand me in general because like I'm an unassuming person. Like I took a personality test and I'm an unassuming, an unassuming person is one of my, my, uh, my traits. And I don't I don't think people know how to deal with that. Like, I also played basketball all my life, and I hate losing. That is one of the <laughs> – I hate losing. I, I mean, and life is a game. Life is a game. Like, we playing chess out here, and most of you who are come from a disadvantaged background, I don't care if you're a student or an adult. Like, if you come from a disadvantaged background, you better be playing chess. You better not be playing checkers with your with your counterparts or your. Let me just go ahead and say it, your white friends like they they got different advantages than you. They got different advantages than you. Um, they may come from a a, a well what a well to do background, whatever. But like you, I'm not saying that it, that we can't overcome the advantages our disadvantages, 
But understand that you got to play the long game. You got to study the board. You got to understand that your decisions can check make you at any given time. That's why a chess player, you have to study that board. You have to study your pieces. You have to understand how you the, your pieces move. You have to understand the the your opponent, which is life. Life is going to throw you uh, curves, and, and you're going to have to sit there and think about uh, the decisions that you're going to make. Like, you, you got decisions. Like, you got choices. Like, it, your life ain't, like, you can you can choose to go one way or you can choose to go, not go that way. Like, you always have two choices, but you always have to understand the long-term effects of those choices. And a lot of us don't, don't look into the long-term or we refuse to look at it because it already seems like something that we don't want or we do want or we got these opinions and assumptions that <laughs> and I tell people all the time get away from those opinions and assumptions I I was talking to one of my students one day and she was like I'm opinionated so you want me to get I, I didn't say opinionated I want you to be opinionated like I, I need you to be yourself I need you to be whoever you are I need you to be that 100% but I need you to be right when, on your opinions. <laughs> like, I need you to be almost 90% sure that it, what you're saying is right. I don't need you to just have an opinion to have an opinion. I want you to be right. I need you to, I need you to understand the conversation that you're in, not just to have an opinion because you're getting into your emotions. I need you to have facts, experiences, the experiences of others. I need you to have observations, all of that stuff. <laughs> I want you to be you. I, I need everybody to be you because, and I'm, I tell people all the time, like the only people that are going to be able to help the disadvantaged, the poor, the, the, the people in poverty, all of that, all of the negative stuff in the world, it's only going to be able to be solved, not just helped. It's only going to be solved by you, the people that go through it. And you got to work your way out of that. It's hard. It's tough. I know. Like, I've been working for 18 years right now. 18 years. I graduated high school in 2002. In that, that same year, around this time, my, my aunt died. My aunt died, and she never got to see me play basketball. That was the one thing, like, I always wanted my aunt to come see me play basketball. She never, like, I've been playing basketball since I was, like, in uh, third grade or something. She never got to see me play in a game basketball. I always wanted her to come see it. And what happened in my senior year, she dies without seeing me play basketball. And then her funeral was on the day of my last game. What happened to be my last game, districts, we lost. But... You know that that's what happens, and I had to I had to deal with it. Like there's like I didn't I didn't I don't remember getting any days off. I don't remember going to like a psychiatrist or anything. I even had a friend, uh, a childhood friend, one of my best friends, lived two three houses down from me. We played outside every day in, in fourth grade. She got killed in a drive by shooting. Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> How do you deal with that as a fourth grade? Like, and then uh, I had a cat that long time, like we had for forever. That same year died too. So I was going through it in a, as a fourth grader. So dealing with death early in life, like I guess I had to like I didn't. Nobody was like. I guess checking for me or looking after me to to see if I was okay and and what 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 my my mental state was, so I had to deal with it the only way I knew how to deal with it. It was I just get, had to keep on pushing. I still had to get good grades, like I I didn't want to let my mom down. Um, at the time, even even when my aunt died, like I still had to play in the basketball game. Like I didn't want to. I didn't want to not play in the basketball game. I could have chose not to, but what else am I gonna do? Like, she died. Like, I, I'm a mourn, and I I, pro- I probably mourn to this day. But there's nothing else I can do. Like, <laughs> I have to go on. Like, I have to I have to do something, and and I didn't realize it until later, like a lot later, that I came up with this quote. We must live well. We must live well for those who aren't here to live for themselves. So I don't know what my 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 friend would have been in fourth grade. Like I don't know what she would have grown up to be. Like I I don't know if we would have grown up together. Like I don't know if we would have stayed in contact all those years. But you know I'm I'm the one that's able to live for her. Like. <laughs> I got to grow up. I got to see things like I got to see things that she didn't. And that's that's powerful. Like we must live well for those who aren't here to live for themselves. And even if they are here and they're not it and like I'm I'm telling you your your success is crucial. Your success is crucial to those that are around you and you have to be single like single-minded like closed closed off from all this outside world type of thing, and you gotta get focused on your goals. Like you gotta, you gotta really know what your goals is, even if, even if they small, just, just to finish high school. Like you need to position yourself for the next step, even if you don't know what that next step is. You still have to position yourself for that next step, and by positioning, I mean, I need to get good grades. So. If that next opportunity comes and I need good grades, I have them. I don't go back and I'm not going to be able to go back and change my grades or argue for my grades. Just get it done the first time so you don't have to retrace steps. That's another thing. I hate retracing steps. Like, I might as well do the work now so that I never have to do it again. Like, I stayed in positions until... The universe, God, whatever you want to call it, was like, all right, it's time for you to go. Like, <laughs> you have to go. So I worked in elementary school. The elementary school had to shut down because it was charter school and some things was going on. That elementary school had to shut down for me to leave, for me to move on with the next part of my progress. Right. And I was like, I had to figure something out. Like, I had to look at my goals. I had to know where I wanted to be. 
at least know something about where you it, where you want to be, what you want to do, how you want to do it, how you want to live. Like how you want to live will dictate what kind of job you want and how how much money you make. Like I don't understand. I don't want to live like I've lived. Like I never had a house. Never had a house. And I don't like I, I I'm not saying that I want a house now. That's not that's not my goal. But I've never lived in a house. I don't know that feeling. We lived in a duplex for most of my life. Like we lived in a duplex. I lived in a, an apartment like my mom. When I oh, this is another thing I probably should tell everybody. Like when I got done my my graduate school, like I, I got out during the Great Recession and that was when my, my mom was living in a uh, townhome. Like she was living in a townhouse with my cousin, my older cousin, two bedroom townhouse. And I just came like I came back. I thought I was going to get a job. Nope, didn't happen. Um, I'll go into some of the stories about getting jobs and missed opportunities and things happening. But they all happen for a reason. I'm here today speaking to you because of those those reasons. And I got goals that are bigger than anything that I would have been if I would have been able to follow through with those opportunities but like I've never lived in a house like I, I've never I haven't lived in a house since I was in fourth grade and that was a house we rented from some lady from church and then we just we had to rent uh, a duplex and you know like that's something that like you can't there's like I can't go back in time and change that but like now I can I can go buy a house or I ain't got the money to do that because I now I want a, a motorcycle and I'm gonna get a motorcycle note to self note to you hold me accountable I'm gonna get a motorcycle it's gonna be a Can-Am Riker Rally Edition anyways but I, now I can I can create the future that I want I, I mean if I want a house like I, I'll create a plan to go buy a house just so I can have, live in a house. But like that ain't in the cards for me right now because like I want to be mobile. Like I, I don't, I, maybe I want to live. I, it doesn't matter where I want. I just need a place to lay my head because I, I'm so busy that it, it just like, it like, I'm not about to just sit in the house. Like I don't need to buy a house just to sit there and watch TV. Like I got, I got goals like <laughs> I got I still I still work it, and this is another thing with my insecurities like I've had to survive for the past 18 years like I've never made more than $30,000 the 10 years that I was out of grad school like after grad school because I got out during the recession and 8.7 million jobs be it, that were lost from 2007 to 2010. So I got out. I, I graduated in 2009 with my master's degree with six years plus experience working and doing different things. And, you know, it happens. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. Like, uh, when I opportunities are limited like there's nothing you can do about that 
So whatever I am or am to become was really born 10 years ago during the Great Recession, like um, in adversity. Like now I like I don't trust any job to to take care of me, any single job as an employee, like just me going to work and doing what they tell me to do. Like I don't I don't trust any job to take care of me because I've never seen it before. In the 35, almost 36 years of life, like, I have never, not one job has ever taken care of all my bills. And then I was able to save on the side and I was able to, um, like, travel and do different things. And, uh, like, I've never seen that. So I don't trust that. I don't trust the one job. And when I study success, which is highly successful people well millionaires they have like seven streams of income stuff that they do daily they got money working for them in other jobs they they not jobs but businesses they own like parts of companies and stocks and different things like that they have businesses on the side, like online businesses that run themselves. All you got to do is set it. Like, there's so many opportunities. Like, I got, I'm able to do a lot of work physically, like myself. Like, I'm able to work a, a regular job. I'm able to be a group fitness instructor. I'm able to Uber drive. Like, there's, that, those are three. Like, I'm working on a T-shirt brand. Like, I have a T-shirt brand, She Heart Shirts. Go to SheHeartShirts.com if you want a, um, a, a, a T-shirt. It's for women and men. I got um, the Work Hard Movement line and a She Heart Shirt line. She Heart Shirts is for women that... I'm, I'm doing a shameless plug right now. But anyways... Um, yeah, I got multiple streams. I like I'm working on it. My, another thing is I'm gonna be a life coach. Like I'm a life coach. Like the work hard movement is to encourage people. Like the work hard encourage people to work for their success, or encourage them to um, pursue success through hard work. And then um, life coaching, like the the work hard philosophy for individual achievement is a formula for success. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but simply is that like, you're going to need like success doesn't happen overnight. Success does not happen overnight. And if we, we need to work hard to be successful, what are we doing at like, and and it takes 10,000 hours to to be to work hard to to be really good at anything for something what are we doing in that 10,000 hours and that was my question to myself and like i so i'm going to be a life coach so i'm developing that business like i like i have to study all of these different things like i have to study how to uh market shirts online like i had to figure out how to get the website, how to get the domain name. I didn't get the domain name for, for like 
two years into it. Like, I know people's looking at my website like, this dude ain't even official. But now I got the, the sheheartshirt.com. I got the domain name. Like, and things come together. Like, I wasn't going to be good. Even in this podcast, you heard on the last episode, like, I'm not going to be good in the first episode. Like, that's not going to happen. Plain and simple. I wasn't going to be good in the first episode. I shouldn't have let the the second episode be a year later, but I was working on some things. Like I had to, like, I still have to get over my insecurities. It comes all the way back to that. Why do I have insecurities when this is my story? This is, this is who I am. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's the toughest question. I don't know. I don't like, why do I have insecurities? Cause I'm worried about what people think. And I guess that's the that's the underlying theme of this this insecurity is I'm worried too much about what people think, and I don't really need to care at all. <laughs> I don't really need to care. I know what I know. I've done what I've done. I've been successful at everything that I've put my mind to. It may take a little bit longer. And people judge you based off of that. Like, and then why are you judging me? Like, this is my life. I'm more successful than most of the people that give me advice. <laughs> I ask questions all the time. I just, I just like to hear people's opinions, but they always try to give me an answer specifically for me. And I usually ask questions from a neutral position. Like, I already know the answer. I just want to hear what you got to say about it. Is that bad? I don't know. But that's who I am. Like, that's that's what I like to do. And uh, and then I I don't want to be arrogant. And that's a, that's another thing about insecurity. Like, I don't want to I don't want to feel like a victim. I, I don't like I don't want the judgment behind it, too. But that's basically caring about what other people think. If I'm already a good person, why would I care about what other people think? Um, and then. uh I forgot what I said last night. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, I don't want to be arrogant. Like, come off as arrogant. And that's also the underlying theme is caring what other people think. I'm not an arrogant person, but I know what I know, and I've done things for long periods of time. So if you talk to me about um, working out and I not, not give you advice, but I give you my opinion about something and you've never been an athlete and you just started working out two years ago. Like, I don't know. I might have a little more experience that I can give you. So don't, don't act like you're teaching me something, even though I'm listening, but a lot of people act like they teaching me something. Like, I don't know. Like I've been a group fit. I've been in group fitness for 10 years been teaching group fitness for seven of those 10 years like and then I was an athlete I, I am an athlete for all my life pretty much like I've been I played basketball all my life organized basketball middle school high school uh, you know junior high high school college basketball small college basketball but like I, I kind of know what I'm talking about like I kind of have an idea so, but we don't want to put in the work. Like, <laughs> I think that's, I mean, when I talk to people, it's like, hey, I got this suggestion, but it's going to take you a while to get there. 
Oh, I don't know. Then you act like I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, mm. no, it's like success is a long term game. Like it's chess. Like it's like you have to study it. Like you can't just you can't just do diets. And and you can just do diets, but if you if you only do one and you, you just quit, like you you didn't do anything. And I don't know. I guess, like, I don't know. I just need to stop worrying about people think. That's that's two out of the three. <laughs> that's two out of the three. I don't want to be arrogant. That's that's deals with people what they think and uh, uh, the judgment. That's dealing with what people think. Like, it's two out of three. Stop being. Stop having insecurities. Speak your truth is what they say, but it's harder said than harder done than said, or something like that. Easier said than done. I don't know. I hope you got a lot out of this. Be looking for my next episode tomorrow. I'm going 31 days with with episodes of the Successes by Religion podcast. So if you want to uh, tune in, subscribe, leave me a review. I enjoy this. Thank you for letting me helping me get over my insecurities, and I'm gonna give you that heat. Like I'm, I'm, I'm finding ways to practice without having to actually be in front of people. Like I'm, I'm gonna get there, but I need to be confident in my own words, especially when there's the internet out there like and people can comment on them like like i don't i don't mind arguing like i i don't mind discussing i don't like arguing but i don't mind discussing but usually it turns into argument and i don't really have like i don't have emotions towards most of the stuff that um the questions that i have like i I just want to get some like not answers but like i'm just an inquisitive person like i'm curious (laughs) I, I I watch documentaries all the time. Like I'm curious about life and and how all this fits into play. And and I and the number one thing I can think of for people that come from disadvantaged backgrounds, uh, specifically black people, because um, I, I only know the black perspective. I can you know I number one thing for all people of color, I think is that we need to go towards success. Like success should be our only, like we need to figure what that means for each one of us and go after that. Cause success don't have no religion. It don't have no sexual orientation. It don't have no race. Like the, like the only thing that, that is a rule for success and, uh, this another Napoleon Hill uh, book is the golden rule. You should read that. He talks about the only rule in success is that you can't hinder anybody else's success. You cannot hinder anybody else's success. And, and like, like I said, it don't have no religion. It don't have no race. It don't have no sexual orientation. Success is, is what you make of it. And I need every one of you to be successful. I need you to be unique. I need you to be you. I need you to I need you to go into the world and and bring something to the world. You have something to offer the world. The majority in in the US at least 
Like, they don't have the same experiences as you. They, you are unique <laughs> in your experiences. You bring something unique to the table, that, that a perspective that some people don't have. So I need you to be 100% you, but I need you to work. I need you to I need you to work because your 100 percent you is not going to come out until you put in the work necessary so that you can develop your goals and and you can your goals can evolve and you can innovate something based off of your perspective, because Uber is not a a a new thing. Taxis have been around for years. Uber is an innovation. There's not a lot of stuff that hasn't been done before. So whatever you you're gonna do, it somebody has usually made has done it before. But you can create the innovation, something that's that that is specific to you that you can help, or you can make something new, based off of the the combination of your experiences. So I'm doing something new based off of my combination of experiences, being a student, being an athlete, being in organizations, being being a, a resident assistant, being uh, in schools and, and working with kids and and wanting my ultimate goal is to want to help uh, students and people that came from disadvantaged backgrounds, kids that was my age that, that didn't have nobody to look up to. Like all of my experiences are help are going to help in my ultimate goal. And if I don't use that, like, I don't, I'd have to tell you about everything. Like I have to tell I have to be transparent all the way, get over my insecurities, but you are going to be, I need you to be a hundred percent you, but I need you to work and you're going to have to work harder than, than, than everybody else. Like, I don't care what your friend, like how many hours that your friends sit there and watch movies. You can't watch all the movies. You can't go to every game like and still be successful like it, it, to be highly successful and to be mad because each one of you have has the potential. Each one of you got the potential. So you have to choose for yourself. Like how much time are you spending in, in video? I know it's hard as a student and a young person. I don't know who this is for, but like you have to understand, like you got to start um you got to start earlier than other people. Like, <laughs> and I see both sides of the pendulum. Like I was on one side and I got a best friend. I'm gonna leave you with this. Like I have a best friend. He's a white guy. He came from a two parent home. They had a decent amount of money. They had a, a house. Um, he was able to, uh, to, to, um, go through school with a minimum amount of loans they was able to help uh, buy a new car so they can drive the new car around for for uh our admissions job as graduate assistants we worked together but i came from another a different background single mother uh, we didn't have no money i paid for everything like i took out all the loans that i could and i even sent back money to help my mom because she didn't have enough money for rent or whatever it was at the time like I took out loans and and took out that responsibility, but I'm gonna pay it all back. Like it's cool. Like it's an investment. Like I I do it again if I had to, but the other side of the pendulum is like when I when I was going to work after after work to my night job as a graduate assistant, 
I'm I'm coming home to change and, and my friend is just sitting there watching movies. He's like, hey man, like he chilling. Like he done did his homework for grad school and all he had to do was work the job. And mind you, we only got paid $450 a month. And <laughs> $450 a month working 40 plus hours as, as an admissions counselor, as a graduate assistant. Like I had to work a part-time night job. Like <laughs> 16 extra hours a week so everything that i did on top uh uh like i had 40 plus hours as a admissions counselor i was uh going to class two to three days a week for two three hours each night and then i would go into work on monday and tuesday because you had to do two days 16 hours eight hours a piece my my mondays monday used to be eight eight a.m be at work eight to four, um, five to nine, five to eight, um, or six to nine, uh, we would be in class and then 10 to six, I would be at work at overnight. But it was crazy. Uh, my boss in admissions, I, I was, I was asking, I was like, you think I'd be able to, to, uh, to travel and, and go to, go to college fairs and uh, high school visits and, and still work that night job. She was like, if anybody can do it, it's you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what, what made, made her think you could do that, but I, I could do it. But like, that's what she told me. And I, I respect her for it. Like she, she believed in everything that I did. I did everything in that office. But I, like I said, I see both sides of the pendulum. Like my friend, like if I would have did the same thing my friend did, like, and not worked or whatever, like, it wasn't an option. <laughs> like I had to, I had to do something to make extra money. I had to do it. I had to work in the mental health facility at night, overnight shift to make more money. Cause I was only getting paid $450 a month. I had to do it. Like, <laughs> and my mom was probably, was probably paying my insurance. So she probably needed the money, extra money anyway. So, it's all good. But if I was doing the same thing, like I wouldn't have the work ethic I had, I have now if I would have did the same thing my, my friend. I'm not saying he privileged or whatever. That's just the background that he, he came from. And I don't care what background you come from. You, like, it, like if you got an advantage, take the advantage. Like, you ain't, you ain't, you're not bothering anybody else by taking advantage of, of what you have or, or what's available to you. Take advantage of it. Don't feel bad, but don't knock anybody else for having to work a little bit harder. Don't, don't judge them by, by the, the stuff that you, you went through. And I think that's a, a part of my insecurities too. People, people be judging me by, by the stuff they subscribe to, religious beliefs, all this stuff. Like, you got an opinion about me before you even got, get to know me. Like, I got to work twice as hard. Like, I like I never, like, I didn't have a job that paid me more than $30,000, a single job that paid me more than $30,000 until I was 35 years old. I'm 36. <laughs> and I only been at that job for eight eight months. I'm at, I'm at, I'm at my current job now as the college and career academy facilitator at Sumner Academy. Like, I I mean, and I still, like, I still have to work my side hustles. 
I still have to be a, a, a group fitness instructor and Uber driver. I don't have to be an Uber driver, but like the extra money is good when I can do it on the weekends. Like it's cool. Like I, everything helps. And then I started investing. All, man, all of this stuff it, it go, comes into play. And like I'm telling you, like I need you to be 100% you. I need you to get over your insecurities too. Like I'm, you'll hear more about my stories, but like it, that's a big thing. Insecurities is a big thing. That's why, like you don't see my face on on camera all the time. Like I feel like I'm bragging half the time, and I'm I feel like I'm uh, people are gonna think I'm arrogant because like I'm telling this stuff. But I guess I just got to tell my story, and whatever it is, uh, like whatever repercussions there is if there is any repercussions like it's my story like you ain't gonna you ain't gonna be changed i i did it everything i accomplished i did by myself like i didn't get no handouts like i had to i i i did every every um i did every resume like i looked at videos about how to how to i did all that stuff like i tried it <laughs> But you know. All right, I'm gonna end this. Thank you all for joining me today. Like I I will talk to y'all later. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy the podcast. Hit me up tomorrow. You know, uh, at Work Hard Movement, Instagram, Facebook, W R K M O V E M E N T Work Hard Movement. You can catch me on all of those channels. Uh, work hard TV on TikTok. I ain't too much on TikTok because I like I still got insecurities. Like <laughs> I should be talking about this stuff on TikTok, giving y'all lessons. But it's all good. I'll see y'all later. Welcome to another episode of the Success is My Religion podcast. I am your host, Michael Taylor, the success engineer. In this podcast episode, I am talking to some students and explaining my work hard process and my work hard philosophy directly to them. I am going to coach them the rest of this school year. I hope you enjoy it and get some valuable information out of it.